Welcome to the Get Your Goat Podcast. Your host, Josh Morani, here in my surprise guest appearance. Luca's back after a two-week hiatus. What's up, Luca? Hello. Not much. Nice to have you back on, bro. Uh, a lot of sports to get into, sports talk, before we get into the weekend, because I'm looking forward to the weekend. But, Luca, since you haven't been on a while, I want to get your thoughts on the Super Bowl, what did you think of the Super Bowl and how it went down? I think it was trash. I stopped watching in the fourth quarter because my home's receivers couldn't catch the football. It was so bad watching that game. No one could catch for them. Their O-line was non-existent. And then that defense played horrible. And then the Bucks' offense and defense played really good against that trash team. So, but you just said the Chiefs were trash. That game, yes, they were trash. Okay, that's all I wanted. That's all I wanted to know. But uh, you think the Bucks did deserve that win, right? No, because I know you picked the Chiefs, and I know you hate Brady. But the Bucks, they won that game fair and square. And they beat the Chiefs bigger than anybody else could. That should not have happened. I don't know what the receivers and the O line were thinking before the game. Uh, I think they were thinking we're gonna go out there and try our best, and their best no. was not good enough. Their best that was that was, they weren't even trying out there. It was like a ghost town. A ghost? I don't think that. But you all know my thoughts on the Super Bowl. It was pathetic, Kansas City Chiefs, and it was brilliant Bucks, brilliant Brady, brilliant Bruce. And if there's any other more bees on there, they were all brilliant. So then Luca. How likely is a Bucks repeat going into next year? Do you think the Bucks can repeat? Oh no! Why not? Why can't the Bucks repeat? Cause I Godwin's gonna be there, so they're gonna lose a receiver. How do you know? How and do you Scotty know? Miller is a fake. What? A fake? How? He says he's the fastest. Tyreek Hill is so much faster than him. That's not the point, though. He's gonna be there. How do you know if Godwin's gonna leave? He's I, a free agent. I think but... he's going to want more money than what the Bucks are going to give him. Okay. So, I think it's very likely that the Bucks repeat because the Bucks are the best team in the NFC. So, they have a 50% chance of repeating. And, and there is some contradictory there because Arians said his players aren't going anywhere. Bruce Arians said they're re-signing everybody. Uh, Shaq Barrett says he wants to break the bank. That worries me, but I do think he won't get a super lucrative contract. Mike Evans, top five wide receiver in the game, said that he will take a pay cut to retain some players like Godwin because they do have impending free agents. So from what I heard, a Bucks repeat is very likely. I was nervous on it this past week, but the Bucks can definitely do it. They have the tools. They have the second best quarterback in the game in Tom Brady. They have two top ten wide receivers in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. They have a speedster in Scotty Miller. They've got a brute at tight end in Gronk. And they have a ferocious, ferocious defense all up and down this field. That is a tenacious defense who I was worried about all season long going back and forth. And they delivered in the Super Bowl. They My got it done. Hurt. Your ears hurt from what? Your crimes you're speaking right now. What crimes? 
Why can't the Bucks repeat? I just laid out a bunch of reasons they why they don't have repeat. two top ten receivers. Yes, they Godwin do. Godwin is not a top ten wide receiver. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is, and he's going to get paid like he's a top I can 10 name wide top ten, or ten more receivers than him. Okay, go on the spot right now. You have one minute. Okay, before <laughs> I would say, um, I would say Julio Jones, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, DK Metcalf. Then that, That's um, AJ Brown's probably better than him too. That's debatable. Everything's debatable. <laughs> okay. And then I would say, De- DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And the guy from Stephon Diggs. Okay. Like, what's that guy's name on there? On uh, who? I forgot his name. On uh, who? Um, he's on the. He's just I. What's his name? I, I forgot his name, but there, I I'll remember. All right, it later. so you saw three more. I'll remember it later. I'll tell you later. Okay, but you saw three more. Yeah, later I'll tell you. All the three more later. Mm-hmm. Because I forgot. No, Godwin's in there. <laughs> Godwin's in there. I'm sorry. The Bucks can definitely repeat. I'm sorry, Luca. Uh, they have a very high chance. Tom Brady. I mean. Uh, Breeze, retiring, leaving the Saints, the Panthers in shambles, only having Christian McCaffrey, and the Falcons with a Matt Ryan dead quarterback. Guess what? The Bucks are going to win the division. So that's automatically a top three seed. Automatically a top three seed. And then the only teams they really have to worry about or like I said, the Rams and the Packers. And they can get by the Packers. It's going to be the Rams. It's going to be a Bucks rams showdown in the NFC Championship game. It's going to be a Matthew Stafford versus Tom Brady matchup. It's going to be defense on defense. It's going to be insane. That's the NFC Championship game. I know I'm calling three. it. I know my three now. What are they? What, I remember. I forgot Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you I did. I forgot Tyler Lockett. No, Tyler Lockett. And Justin Jefferson. Oh, no. Justin Jefferson. I don't know about that. He had like that. the fourth most receiving yards this season. He had so many more targets, too. You got a lot of wealth on the Bucks. I trust Chris Godwin more than I do Justin Jefferson in big moments. Nah. Chris Godwin's delivered Not the this goods. Well, Brady never throws it to him. Brady throws it to everybody. No. One game it'll be Godwin. One game it'll be Evans. One game it'll be Gronk. He throws it to Gronk or Mike Evans. That's because they're just two big dudes doing their thing. And the Bucks and might reach And that tripping car, or that pass interference, it was like he didn't oh. even touch him and he just went to his knees. I don't need the slander on this show. I don't need the lies. Was that questionable? Yes, but the refs got it right. He didn't even him. touch him. <laughs> yes, he did touch him. He hit him in the leg. He hit checked him. He barely touched him. A touch is a touch. Interference is interference. <laughs> Just keep going, Mom. I don't know how I feel. So, Luca, with the Bucks winning the Super Bowl, is Tampa the best team in the NFL right now? Or do you think somebody else is better than the Bucks? Or are the Bucks the best right now? They're not the best right now. Who? What? Who's better than them? Bro, I don't know how the Chiefs played that bad. They destroyed him in that game earlier, and then they let them come back in like the last two minutes. 
because Tyreek Hill is better than Mike Evans, so that's better. Mahomes plays better than Brady right now, better. Kelsey's better than Gronk. The only thing is, is the Bucks have a better defense. That's it. Yeah, so that means the Bucks have 11 players on defense that are better. Chris Jones, Chris Tyron Jones, Matthew. No, Tyron Matthew is... I, I was about to say scrub, and I can't say that. But Antoine Winfield back there, Jordan Whitehead for the Saints, they have a nasty safety tandem. The only one I'll give you is Chris Jones. No, Frank Clark didn't do too bad this season. Oh, Frank Clark, he's he's overrated. He is overrated. And Tom Brady was in Tyron Matthews' head. What's his name? Uh, What's his name? Tom Brady. Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew pays Tom Brady rent every single month for space in his head. He doesn't live there rent-free. Tyron Matthews got nothing back there. Tom Brady dissected that guy all up and down the field. To me, Brady and Mahomes are pretty comparable as quarterbacks. Not one has a huge advantage over the other. Uh, Bucks have a better running back tandem. Ronald Jones and uh, Leonard Fournette look better than Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Le'Veon Bell. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is good, I'll give you that. But Le'Veon Bell, since he's left the Chiefs, has not, or since he's left the Steelers, has not looked like the Le'Veon Bell we're used to seeing. I'm sorry about that one. I wish he was. For all extensive purposes, I love Le'Veon Bell, but uh, we have not seen the same Le'Veon Bell at all. So to me, and the Bucks have a better offensive line. So yes, Bucks are the best team in the NFL right now. They have the Super Bowl. They have the Lombardi Trophy. They're going to get the rings. They're the best team in the NFL, no doubt about it. Chiefs are a close second, but it was total domination by the Bucks, uh, all phases of the game. And that's why the Bucks are the best team in the NFL right now. They have the better players, so that's why they won the game. They had the better coaches, the better game plan. That's why they won. They don't have a better coach. I did, I said better coaches. I think Andy Reid's better than Bruce Arians. But Bruce Arians think... doesn't even coach on that team. Tom Brady's basically the coach. Exactly, so he's one of the coaches I said that are he's better. He's a quarterback. Byron Leftwich for offensive coordinators better than Eric Bieniemy. Uh Todd Bowles is a great defensive coordinator. So I'm saying coordinators and coaches are better, but overall, no. yes, son. The enemy's better, and Andy Reid's better. If they were better, they would have adjusted at halftime to what the Bucks were doing because they did the same thing in the second half, and they whooped up on the Little Chiefs. Guess what? Before this game, Tom Brady only had three sons. After this game, Tom Brady welcomed his fourth son, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes. I love you. But that's the truth of the matter. Tom Brady's your daddy now. Forever. I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes. I love you. I have your jersey. I'm going to rep it. But I gotta call it how it you is. You don't deserve that jersey anymore. <laughs> Luca, you cannot talk to me about what I deserve and what I don't deserve. This is a real take. This is a real you take. You don't deserve that Seattle hoodie anymore. You're a traitor. Look at my 12th man up there. Look at that 12th man. That's what I thought. So, Luca, Brady's having knee surgery. They say it's minor. Is that no big deal? Or is there a bigger issue there with his knee? Well, if it's minor, then it doesn't matter too much. Because... 
And if it was during the game, then it didn't look like he ate anything. It's not like he can scramble anyways. He's so slow. I agree with you, Luca. It's no big deal because, like you said, he doesn't scramble. He doesn't run out of a quarterback. He kind of just is the best pocket passer of all time. So he just sits on the back, dissects the field, and that's how he rolls. So it is no big deal. He'll come back at 44 years old next year, and he'll get ready to win his eighth ring. And that's what's going to happen. I don't know if it is going to happen, but that's what he's going to try out to go do and make happen because he's Tom Brady. He's the GOAT is what he is. The GOAT of GOATs. Tom Brady. What? (laughs) What's that face for? He is not the GOAT of GOATs. Yes, he is. How is he not the GOAT of GOATs? Bro, Michael Jordan's pal, get back on the court. What? Michael Jordan only won six. Tom Brady's won. He's never lost a championship, and he basically played every position. No, he did not basically play every position. He was good on defense. Yes. He did everything. Oh, my. And he never lost in a championship game. Yeah, but he only did that six times. Six times. Brady's been doing this Just because he won this one, now you want to say he's better. I said it was up for debate before he won, but Tom Brady is the goat of goats. Because he has the winning records, the stat records. He, every record, you're going to see a little goat next to the name. And you'll be like, why is there a goat bear? Oh, yeah. Because it's Tom Brady. He's the goat. He's a walking goat. But, Luca, that's okay. That's neither here or there. We'll get into the that later. Other big NFL news. J.J. Watt was released today from the Texans. Uh, the most beloved star in Houston, the star Houston uh, loved, and he did so much for the state of Houston, especially after Hurricane Harvey. Uh, he was really the spirit and soul of this city, and another Houston star bites the dust. Deshaun Watson wants a trade, but he got his first. So, Luca, what teams do you want to see signed J.J. Watt? What teams do you think need him? Which teams? What team do you want him to go to? I think a team that he could go to is the football team. Well, I have a football team. I want team. him to go there, but they do a... have a lot of cap space, and they're like, I mean, I think they're. They good. already have a great defensive line though, with Chase Young and Montrez Sweat in them. But then Chase Young and yeah. JJ Watt. The, that would be a new So is that where you want him to go, or is that where you no, think he should go? I mean, you already know I want him to go to, like, Seattle or someplace, <laughs> but that's not going to happen. You don't think he could go to Seattle? No, they don't. They only have, like, $4 million or something. I don't think he's going to cost a lot of money. And they, I don't. Would you rather have Carlos Dunlap or J.J. Watt? What do you think? I don't know. What's J.J. Watt? Even though okay. I do like Dunlap a lot, I would rather have J.J. Watt. What about this? So I was thinking about teams. I thought of, why not the Rams signing him? They have Aaron Donald. Leonard Floyd's going to be a free agent. Why not just stack the line? They can afford him on a veteran minimum. They can afford him on a veteran minimum. They can get J.J. Watt. They can sign him in there because they have free agents. So your cap space that you're looking at, it's going to look different in a couple months, Luca. It's going to look different. The Rams go all in, and they sign J.J. Watt. That's Another team, happening. what about the Packers? He's from Wisconsin. He's from Wisconsin. Well, he could sign with the Packers. They need help on the defensive line. They're not good. Very, look at that cat space that you're looking at. It's junky. I don't even know what kind of website you're on. 
it looks sketch and sketch. Titans, they're another one that could sign them. And the thing I like about the Titans is they need a pass rush because their pass rush is terrible. They can't rush a pass or they can't generate sacks. And guess what? He stays in the division and has a chance to play against his former team. That is also something you like. Then, uh, what about signing with either the Chiefs or the Bucks on a real minimum contract just to try to win a ring? Chiefs or the Bucks? I would like that. I would like him on the Bucks and that rotation with Jason Pierre Paul, Shaq Barrett. Uh, J.J. Watt is going to have a ton of offers regardless of Luka's over the cap space that he is looking at. He's going to have a ton and ton of offers. Do I think he's going to go to Seattle? No, I don't. I never said he was going there. Yeah, but I don't think he is. I don't want him to go there. Then where do you want him to go? I told the Rams. That was my number one choice. Just burn your Seattle hoodie. I don't deserve it anymore. Why would I want him to go to Seattle? Why are you really asking that? I don't even know what your favorite team is anymore. I told you. I don't have a favorite team. I have favorite players that are on a lot of teams. So in essence, I like a lot of teams because I like a lot of players. Two years ago, it was Seattle. Now you're a bum. (laughs) Well, it was not two years ago. It was more like four years ago. And it was when they had the Legion of Boom and all the bros up in their dog. Now they have nobody. Now it's just a sham of their former selves with that old crusty coach, Pete Carroll, as quarterback. So then, Luca, one more question related to football I need to ask you is, do you think Russell Wilson is going to end up anywhere? They said today, I was reading a report saying that things are getting very heated between Russell Wilson's camp and Seattle's organizational management camp. Uh, Both sides are in a disagreement right now on the franchise and where it's going, and both teams are not in agreement on things going forward. Is that big news, Luca? Do you see Russell Wilson going anywhere? Russell's not going anywhere. He I don't he has already his contract. He re signed two years ago. Yeah, I think he has two or three years left on his contract. But he can still be traded, like I, Deshaun Watson. Do you think he can get traded? Do you think they'll trade him? Nope. Why not? Because he is why would you trade him? Why would you trade him? They're Deshaun not Watson? gonna they're not gonna pull a Texans. You never know. You never know. That's not going to happen. All right. And if they do, they'll get so much stuff for him. So then, Luca, they trade Russell Wilson. Are you going to root for wherever Russell Wilson goes? Or are you still going to be a Seahawks fan and you're no longer going to like Russell Wilson? It depends what trade it is. I was reading today that he could go to the Jets. That is a possibility in a crazy trade. The Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of those teams sound enticing? Trash. I don't know, Luca. I think you have to keep... Your eyes open, because Russell Wilson could be on the move. My people, I would take is like Deshaun Watson, because there's no one else that's like close to his skill without being young. There's no one like of his age at his skill that Mm -hmm. you could trade. This is what I read today. This was the crazy mock trade they had. They had Russell Wilson going to the Jets. They had Deshaun Watson going to the 49ers, Texans getting a ton of draft picks, and the Seattle Seahawks getting a ton of draft picks. Would you just be fine with a bunch of draft picks? 
I would rather have Russell Wilson than draft picks. There you have it. I think Luca would be very upset if Russell Wilson moved on and went on to a winning franchise. That's what I get. Jaguars are not a winning franchise. I didn't say the Jaguars. Or the Jets aren't winning franchises. Not the teams you said were winning franchises. I know, but I think it, I, that was just hypothetical trades that I read today. Maybe I know he wants to win because he looked very upset with Brady winning that Super Bowl. He was he was looking on. It did not look happy. No one's happy when he wins a Super Bowl. I was happy about it. But Shut up. <laughs> I think all Russell Wilson could see is when he was looking at Brady was that interception that he threw at the goal line at the one-yard line against the Patriots in that Super Bowl. That's all he was thinking with all that time against Brady. Guess what? More nightmares. That's another one of Tom Brady's babies right there. He'll take care They're of them. They're so annoying. But we'll move on from the NFL. We had a lot of news right there. I'll quickly catch you up in the NBA. Curry, Steph Curry, Chef Steph is cooking right now. He's looking like an MVP, 35 points a game. And, you know, I just had some slander. I didn't even have him in my top five for MVP. I just had him outside at six. But to me, he's looking better than Kevin Durant. He's looking better than Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I need to put him at three. I'm sorry, Steph. You deserve it. You're playing out of your mind. Uh, dropping 40-point games, 50-point games, 30-point games. Uh, out, or lights out from three. Mad respect to you, Steph. You're proving me wrong. And then tonight, we got two big heavyweight matchups. Pelicans versus the Mavericks. Zion versus Luka. And a young show, superstar showdown between power forward and stretch forward. And I like the Mavericks in this game. Uh, their ability to shoot. Uh, Lonzo Ball hasn't played well at all. Uh, Luka's going to take care of his team to victory. Uh, he was the MVP favorite, but he hasn't looked like the MVP this season. But I still like the Mavs tonight. Grizzlies and Lakers. Uh, Lakers have LeBron. That's all you need to know. Uh, Luca's riding LeBron in his fantasy league. Uh, he's just racking up fantasy points, and he's racking up points, assists, rebounds, all up and down the court. Uh, he's playing amazing, uh, leading him to overtime win, double overtime wins, even with AD out. Uh, he's carrying the load. He's showing why he's the MVP, and that's why they're going to win tonight. They're only a seven-point favorite, but I have... The Lakers winning big tonight. More than seven for sure. I'm taking the over. I'm taking them to win big because of LeBron playing big minutes and getting that dub at the end of the game. Men college basketball. Michigan's back in action this weekend. Go blue. They play Wisconsin. Top 25 matchup. Uh, It's going to be nice to see how they look. Number three team in college basketball. It'll be nice to see how they are looking. Other than that, there's not many two enticing matchups this weekend of huge top 25 teams going against each other. There might be one tomorrow, but that's about it. So now going in to the NHL. And Luca, now I have a question to ask you about the NHL because I know you're a Blackhawks fan. Uh, how do you feel about them losing that game last night? You're so annoying. You were so, you, I knew you were so happy. They took the lead. And they came back. Was that just bad goaltending on Lincoln? 
Bro, he hasn't done more than four goals in the past, like, three weeks. Yeah, so that was his one time last night, right? Yeah. So was that just uh, just a bad goaltending performance by him? I mean, he starts, like, every game. Exactly, but a lot of goalies start, like, every game. Like, Vasilevsky starts every game. Well, who's their backup? I don't know who their backup See? is. See? That's why they oh, start him. Exactly. Because they have no other goalies. See, mm-hmm. Subban played good that one game when they won, mm-hmm. even though he started out trash. Yeah. Delia has been okay. So Lankinen's been the best one, but you can't start him every game. No, I agree. You better start Subban next. So, Luca, how do you feel about the Blackhawks? Because I know before the season you were like, oh, they're going to be trash, they're going to trade and rebuild. And then it looked, they, they looked bad beginning of a season with blowout losses against the Lightning. Then they've kind of rebounded and have looked good. So how do you feel about the Blackhawks right now? I are you not. in a are you in a good spot with them? I mean, they're doing better than I thought. I thought they would be like the Red Wings right now. You thought they were gonna be dead last in the division? Um second to last. I knew they were gonna be ahead of the Red Wings, but I thought they were gonna be like not good at all. Mm-hmm. But Kane's literally carrying the team. He has like twenty points. He is the most points, assists, and goals on that team. It's like almost a one-man team over there. Almost a one-man team. Almost. The cat's playing well. On the power it. play. Power play is what matters, dude. You need to score on the power play. So if Chicago would have won last night, they would have been in the playoffs, had a playoff spot. So right now they're at the five looking out. Luca, do you see them making the playoffs in a good division with Tampa Bay, Florida, Columbus, Carolina? Do you see them squeezing in there and getting a spot? Or do you see them looking out? At most, I think they could get third place. I think they can pass Columbus. Columbus has not been playing too good. It was just the goalie last night. They should have won, but they didn't. And Dallas has been surprisingly bad. 5-3-3. Three, and three. I thought they were going to be like the Lightning right now. They did start off hot, though. They did. They were like 4-0. and oh. Exactly. They were off hot because they were postponed with covid then they won all their games beginning of the season, and now they've kind of teetered off and are just midway through the pack. But Luca, you play Columbus again, I think, tomorrow, is it? Yep. You picking a win there? Um, They should win. They should. If they don't, then it'll be surprising. <laughs> it'll be surprising if they lose tomorrow? If they start Lincoln, and they will probably have a less chance of winning. He has not been able to sleep for the past two weeks. Wow. Well, you know, you have to shoulder the load, Luca. The goalie has to shoulder the load. Now, time to get into our official picks for VNHL. We're picking four games, two tonight, but only two on tonight, Luca. The first game is the Bruins-Rangers. Who do you got tonight and why? Bruins won the last game in overtime. Off Brad Marchand's breakaway goal, Luca, do Bruins sweep this two-game set, or do Rangers get their revenge tonight? I think the Rangers are going to rebound this game, but whenever I say they're going to win, they lose. So I'm going to say they're going to lose, but really they're going to win. Okay, so you're picking a loss. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Lu- Luca's picking a loss. This is the same with me. I feel like I picked the Rangers. I did pick the Islanders to beat them. Islanders beat them. But I did pick the Rangers to beat the Bruins last game, and I was wrong. Um, and Panarin's kind of banged up, so I'm going to go with the Bruins. Prove me wrong, Rangers, but I'm with Luka. I'm picking a Bruins win. 
Rangers loss. I mean, I think the Rangers are going to pick the Bruins just so they have a chance to win. <laughs> I mean, Rangers have been playing well, better than they did the start of the season. That's why but, I uh, technically didn't pick them. Okay. All right, Luca. Next is the Blues and Coyotes. Coyotes playing surprisingly well of late, especially against a great team like the Blues. They beat them a Blues like three times in a row. Do the Coyotes get another one tonight against the Blues? Well, the Coyotes are whooping up on the Blues right now. I we can't watch the game sadly because it's like blacked out. But I want I had to watch the highlights of that like point five second goal by Keller. That was nice. So I think that the Coyotes are gonna keep going against the Blues. I agree. I'm picking the Coyotes against the Blues until the Blues prove me wrong and actually win a game against the Coyotes. Coyotes have been looking solid, playing a complete team game. They really have no superstar on their team at all. Not one, not even one star on their team. Uh, Kessel used to be a main dog, but ever since his trade to Arizona, he has not looked like the same Phil Kessel we were so accustomed to seeing well, for I so long. I feel like it's mainly because he got fed by like Crosby. And I like whenever I watch games of Pittsburgh, they have like some rookie that's never played a game before. He's getting goals and assists just because he's on Crosby's line. And there's a benefit of playing with one of the greatest NHL players of all time. But he also looked good on the Maple Leafs, Kessel. That's why they got him because they, they really didn't have crazy good players on the Maple Leafs when he was on there. Mm. So no, that's it. Then now, so we both have the Coyotes winning, the Rangers winning tonight. We're going, or I mean, Bruins winning and Coyotes winning. Next, there's a lot of games on tomorrow, but we're going to skip ahead to Sunday with more big action. The first one on is Capitals and Penguins. Luca, who do you got that game? I just want to bring out the assist that Ovechkin had that past game. I don't know how you'd let someone do that to you. He was like spinning around and the puck just went through his legs and then Backstrom scored. Um, I think that the Penguins are going to want to win. But just because I know they played a game before that, but after their devil streak, I was probably gonna be right with my pick, or at least close, because Crosby was doing good, and then they took a week off, so then lost points. I should have picked Kane. I like Kane, but I think that the Penguins are gonna win. I agree. Now I'm with you three in a row. But then again, I never pick against the Penguins like Lucas doesn't do against the Blackhawks. Uh, I always pick the Penguins, especially against the Capitals, a team I hate. As Luca said, uh, Alex Ovechkin did that poor defenseman dirty that one game, but uh, my team has looked really solid against the Capitals all year long, and really throughout Crosby's career, they've looked solid against the Capitals. Uh, he's greater than the grade 8. I have a grade 87 on my team, so with Crosby and Crosby, I trust. In Crosby, I get the dub. In Crosby, I get the chips. And with Crosby, I'm going to get this win on Sunday and feel great about myself. And he's playing really good. Uh, team's kind of clicking. Uh, sh- little shaggy defensive performances, but uh, that's expected. Uh, Gino looks like he's kind of finding a rhythm, which is really helpful for the team. Mike Sullivan is a great coach. And then uh, their goaltending tandem of J- Jari and uh, DeSmith has been all right. Uh, I thought Jerry would be performing better, but he hasn't. But uh, we'll see. DeSmith has gotten the starts against the Capitals, and he's really done really well. So we'll see how it goes. But I like the Penguins winning. And then, Luca, 
We got two great teams in the uh, West with Colorado and Vegas. Who do you like in that final matchup of the weekend? I like the Avalanche in that game. I think McKinnon and... Is it Landeskog? Yes, Landeskog's on the team. I think they're going to... And Garub, I remember last season in the playoffs when they said the... Grubauer is better than the Coyotes goalie, which is not true. I think he's kind of overrated, but he's not too bad, and I think they'll win. All right, Luca, did you see the Knights' helmet that they wore the other night? The Golden Knights, did you see your helmet? No, I don't watch those games. (laughs) But it was a straight, like, shiny gold helmet, and it looked dope. So because of that, I'm picking the Knights. And again, I like the Knights. I got a flurry jersey I'm rocking. Uh, the Knights are a good team. Mark Stone is playing amazing. Uh, he has earned the role of captain on that team. Uh, William Carlson's great. Ryan Reeves is an enforcer, and he just puts fear into the lines of the opposing teams. Leonard's played great. Flurry, to me, has played better than Leonard. I think he's deserved more ice time. And then this defense with Pacioretty and Shea Theodore is really, really good. So I'm high on Vegas. This is going to be our differentiating pick on who wins the NHL picks this weekend. Is going to be the Avalanche or the Knights. That's the decider, but I'm rolling with the Knights because that's how I do it. Boom. Next, move on to a little... Little show talk before I kick Luca out of here. So, Luca, new episode of Wine Division tonight. Last week, we just had a huge episode dropping Quicksilver at us at the end. Uh, kids growing, things are getting crazy. Do you expect another crazy episode tonight? Um, I do, just because we saw Quicksilver at the end there. I like how they have him as Quicksilver. He was the best Quicksilver. And you can't really bring the other guy that died. Even though it's so weird watching this because I'm like, he's dead. He's not here. But then mm-hmm. it's just like her own like little reality. So I think the... Like, I never know. Because like, when I think they're just going to keep continuing, it's like an explaining episode and like all of them outside trying to get in. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the end of that one, didn't she, like, do something to everything outside to where, like, it all shut down? Yeah, she came outside and delivered them the drone, and then they were all pointing the guns at her, and then she made them point it to another director. But it, that's, but then they pointed the guns back to just regular, but no, I don't know if they can get back in or not. Or Yeah, I think this is happened. just going to be, like, a normal episode with her in... Her own little world since they're, the people outside are really like rebuilding the stuff around. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be a good episode. Uh, last week we were in the 80s. I think tonight we'll be in the 90s. See what's happening. But to me, these episodes go by so fast that right when it cuts to like the end credits, oh, I'm so disappointed because I want to know more. They leave it so good. As Lucas said, Quicksilver. He was the better Quicksilver. So I'm happy he's back, but technically, uh, the one in the Marvel universe is dead. So how do they do this? Because even if this was the one from the X Men movies, he'd be super old by now. Uh, and so I just don't know what to expect. 
I just expect the unexpected, and I know it'll be great because it's Marvel. Would he really be that old? Yeah, because he in Days of Future Past he was like fifteen, and that was the seventies. So this is the fifties. So he'd be at least like fifty, sixty. Yeah, he'd at least be sixty in twenty twenty one. Okay. So yeah, he'd still be pretty old. Uh, so yeah, but no, it's good. So then, Luca, before I kick you out, when I get on to some movie reviews and finish this up, I need to get your get your goat take. Your one take that you believe... Oh, wait, actually, before I do this, I was going to do a video game question real quick. Luca, what's your favorite video game you're playing right now and why? Right now? Yep. I'm only playing, like, two games right now. So I guess I'll go with, like, Rocket League. Why Rocket League? Why is that the better one of your two options? Because that's <laughs> the one that most of my friends play. And also... I'm better at it than the other game. Oh, wow. And I like winning tournaments. Nice. For me, it's Spider-Man. I'm a PS5. I'm getting most trophies. I'm almost... I got the platinum already. Just need a 100% that thing like I did on the PS4. I love that game. That is the best video game of all time. That is my get-your-goat take. The Spider-Man video game from Insomniac Games is the greatest video game of all time, greatest action, greatest adventure, greatest everything. I could play that game all day. You lock me in a room with one game to play the rest of my life. It's Spider-Man, but PS5. No, if you're in the same game forever, that's going to get so boring. Because you're going to beat everything. Because when I beat a game, I really can't play it again until like six months later. Because like, oh, I already know it's going to happen. And it's like, I'm already so good at it. So I have to wait and like until I want to play it again. Alright, I understand that, but that's my take. That's why I would play like an online game, so it's always different. Alright, that's you. So Luca, what's your get your goat take today? What's your belief, opinion, take that you agree with that might not be super popular? Um, some people say, or I like I saw something that like Kane and Taze are over. Maybe, like I think that's a little too early to call. Taze has been out this year. And I'm pretty sure Kane is like third or fourth in points. So Kane is not done yet. And I think I already said he's a top five right wing. Yeah, you did. So I was, I guess I would say that Kane's not done yet. And he's still going. But you say Taze is done? Or Taze is still going? Well, I, I think it's a little too early to call for him since he's out. Okay. But you, if he returns this year, do you think he'll return strong? Yes, I do. All right. Nice having you on, Luca. We'll talk to you soon. Now, actually going back to sports for a second, Serena Williams beat Potapova last night, straight set 7-6-6-2. She looked rocky in her first set. Uh, Not doing great, but she really got in Potapova's head. Uh, She couldn't serve well and dominated her serve, which bailed her out in that first one because she didn't look great. But she did it, ended up really doing well, and that's what goats do. They find a way to win, and she found a way to cruise and get that win. It sets her up for a big fourth-round matchup this weekend, which will be exciting to watch. Stock-related news, market was down again today. Artello Biosciences 
was a huge name, but it's down 4.5% after hours. Uh, market's up after hours. Uh, but President's Day, it'll all be, the market won't be open. But I got in on the Artello thing, but all my other watch list stuff is basically down. And I should have guessed if I, after yesterday, I should have just got out and hold and wait till the next thing. But nope, I did not. I got with the Artello and I kept that a little too long. So we'll see how that goes. But now on to movie reviews. I saw Mank. That is up for Best Picture. Uh, Gary Oldman's up. Amanda Seyfried is up uh, for awards. And to me, uh, the movie was rather boring. Uh, I didn't know much about Herman Mankiewicz before this movie. uh, Known as Mank. uh, Played by Gary Oldman. Uh, and I wasn't really too invested in the story, wasn't too interested in it from the beginning, especially with the black and white picture. There's really no action uh, at all, no sense of excitement, at least for me. I wasn't really put this movie over the top. But Gary Oldman, to me, is fantastic, as always, is Mink. He played great. His dialogue was great, especially with Amanda Seyfried's character uh those two on the screen together really dominated uh i think gary oldman played really well but to me uh not as good as riz ahmed did for the sound of metal to me he is still uh the top one uh with chadwick boseman right behind him so yeah uh gary oldman played well but it's not as well as roles he has had in the past but it was worth at least me watching, because I'm a fan of the Golden Globes, SAGs, and the eventual Oscars. And I foresee that one being up and also was up for a Critics' Choice Award. So yet, since Make is dominating the awards, I have to see it. Next movie I saw, Pieces of a Woman. Uh, only award I think up for that. Maybe a director, but I don't think so. No, it's not. Uh, was Vanessa Kirby for Best Actress. And to me, uh, her part was phenomenal. Uh, I thought she did really well and had that, to me, sound of metal one type of vibe uh, with Riz Ahmed, how he played, got into the character, how she did it, but with also a marriage story uh, sort of vibe from last year with her and Shia LaBeouf. And Vanessa Kirby played great. Uh, her role, her emotion, dealing with her uh, loss of a child during childbirth was huge uh, and drove her character, but also her performance that she played so, so well. It was amazing, uh, the dealings that she had with it, the way she grieved, the way other people grieved around it, but no, she just played a kick-butt character. And then eventually at the end, it uh, shows her with her kid that she wanted. So she everything ended up well for her. She said what she had to say in the court case, and which is what I agreed with. Uh, I agreed with her and what she said. That was what I was thinking throughout the whole movie. So big kudos to that movie. I praise Vanessa Kirby's role. And to me, that I, before I see anything else, to me, that was the best thing I saw so far. In regards to Best Actress. Then, I watched Defy Bloods. 
Vietnam War movie directed by the one, the only, the great Spike Lee, starring Delroy Lindo, uh, Jonathan Majors, and uh, Chadwick Boseman. And Chadwick Boseman wasn't up for a Golden Globe as a supporting uh, actor nomination for a Golden Globe, which I understand now he was up. He's up for one for a SAG, but I do understand why he's not up. Uh, he is very good in his role, but his role is very, very limited. I like to go back and actually count the screen time he was in. It was rather short. Yes, it was impactful, but to me, uh, Delroy Lindo was the best actor in the film. He was a star, but everybody else like were better supporting actors, uh, at least to me. Uh, I think Spike Lee should be up for director. I think the movie should be up for Oscar, I think it is, uh, for a SAG, Outstanding Cast in a Motion Picture, because that cast was amazing. The film was really good. The action, the twists, the turns, it was emotional, uh, great storytelling, and to me, one of my favorite films of the year, and I hope that is up for Oscars as well, always at least for you know screenplay as well, because this film was really done. Shout out to Spike Lee for making it another phenomenal movie. Sucks to be a Knicks fan. Hard to be a Knicks fan. Yes, Knicks are playing better this year. Knicks are winning. Uh, He's a Knicks fan, but as long as he's making great movies like that, making people happy, making himself happy, a lot of that matters. So that's it. I already said my get your goat take. Luca's out of here already. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody.